Hey, I'm Callie Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Liberate Your Soul. This week we're going to talk all about why you might think that you have limitations because of the judgment you fear of your partner. Now this is a concept that I have considered and contemplated and witnessed as a healer, as a coach, as a person who has lots of different talents and things of my natural God-given gifts on this earth. As I've developed in my career and gone from the woo to the super woo in my life coach training, in my business coach training, and my own coaching, like getting coaching, and as I coach others, I see it happen a lot where the brain thinks that as we grow and develop and like respond to our growth and expansion, we fear losing our partner because of what they might think of us. We fear outgrowing our partner. And I'm not saying that that can't happen, but what I'm saying is as a creative soul, you might hold yourself back from going all in, like putting everything out there, like this is who I am, this is my creative work, this is my talent, my passion, my heart and soul, because you fear that your partner is going to judge you. Now, let's back up a minute. As you're growing in your business and you have your ideas and you're going through your life, whether you have someone uh, as a young adult in your life or not, whether you're with or without a romantic partner, maybe you've got family members, friends, Um, people in your circle, and they look at you like, wow, you've got a brilliant creative mind. And you're like, yeah, that's just how I am. And you see yourself as a creative person. That's fantastic. But as you put your work out there, you might have what they call critics. I mean, there's film critics, movie critics, book critics, Your peers can be your critics. You have editors and and things like that that are just a natural byproduct of putting your work out there. Like Brene Brown says, um, don't be uh, like, until you put yourself in the arena, I don't want to hear from you, right? I'm paraphrasing. When you're feeling like, okay, I can have this pillar of support. I've got a network of people who are encouraging me, who are reinforcing my concept of myself as a creative producer of things. It feels pretty good. You're like, yeah, it is good. This is good. I can stand in my beingness of a creator in this as well. But as you get together with someone in a romantic capacity, you can feel kind of shy and like, oh gosh, this is the heart of me and what will they think? Now let's look at it from a perspective of, oh my gosh, what if they've already seen your work and that's part of what 
attracted them to you in the first place. And if you're a healer and you've been listening for a long time or you have some sort of coaching business yourself or whatever it is that you do, know and understand that your partner was attracted to you in a higher level. They know your power already, and that's part of why they were drawn to you in the first place. And as a creative soul and as a dynamic, multidimensional being, they're going to love you no matter what. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. By holding back and saying, gosh, my partner might judge me for my work, you're putting them in this position energetically to be a villain, to be the bad guy in your hero's journey. You're putting yourself in this position of, well, my work may not be good enough and therefore it's not good enough for them. It can cause friction, resentment, and tension in your relationship, and it will eventually erode that relationship and delay the process of your own gifts in whatever it is that you're pursuing, whether that's a healing arts journey or creative endeavors or whatever it is. So you're getting the worst of both worlds when you're holding yourself back in this way. When you stay small for fear of judgment, you're not only hurting yourself because you're mentally going through a puzzle of, am I going to be judged? But you're hurting the relationship, you're hurting the world, and you're damaging those gifts that you could be cultivating if you were to stand in your full power. Staying small is keeping the world from receiving what it needs from you if you were to allow yourself to stand in your fullness of your gifts and your full power and to be authentically true to what needs to come through you. It's actually more selfish to stay small and quiet and demure and in that safe space where nobody's judging you and nobody's looking at what you've got to put out there in the world than if you were to just say, here I am, and flamboyantly just present it and come what may, like it or not, that's what I've got to offer. So this is a total mindset shift for those of you who might be like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. You might be going, uh, what? (laughs) I thought I was helping myself by staying small and by not showing this, by like not making anybody feel any sort of way by putting my work out in the world because it is pretty terrific and I didn't want anyone to feel like theirs wasn't as much or whatever. I'm here to tell you, your work is different. It's unique. It's perfect the way it is. It's meant to come through you. And if you deprive the world of allowing it to come through you, then that in and of itself is being selfish. 
If you're feeling censored in some areas of your life, in some situations, in the words that you speak with your partner or the way that you are behaving in a certain group of people, whether that's your family or at your nine to five job or whatever it is, you feel like you've got to put on some sort of persona or how you behave or act or whatever it is, you're going to feel like you're censored in your work. And if you're censoring yourself in your work, you're probably not going to be putting out your best, um, you're not going to be feeling your best when you're in those other areas either. So allowing this sort of free flow of energy and beingness and embracing the fullness of who you are in every area of your life is going to be tremendously liberating, not just for your work, but for your soul. And that's what I'm all about here on the podcast is liberating the soul. Because if we are just keeping ourselves small, stopping our ideas, stopping our business short, keeping our partner from knowing who we are, then we're stopping ourselves from living a full life. And we're robbing our partner too from knowing the person who they fell in love with. Because ultimately, again, going back to that first part of the podcast, they fell in love with us on many different levels. And we love them on many different levels. And if you don't allow them to see the wholeness of you, then you're probably not seeing the wholeness of them either. You're mirroring or reflecting or bringing back that wall that you're holding up somewhere and you're not allowing them to be as big and whole and expansive as they want to be either. They might sort of feel that uh, crunchy, tensiony, ooh, what are they going to think feeling as well? Because ultimately, the person who is probably doing the judging is you. You're not giving them an opportunity to even offer an opinion or feedback or praise of your true fullness and bigness and authenticity and best work because you're not even giving it. So therefore, they're not going to give you the best of the best and the bigness and the muchness and the... um, everything that they've got because they're feeling energetically at least like they've got to walk on eggshells because they sense on some level that you have this fear of judgment, that you are judging yourself, that you are holding back the floodgates of creativity or your healer's gifts. And this erosion of the tenets of fullness and and genuineness and, and Uh, the expansiveness of everything that your relationship could be is being held back. It's not being given the everything that a relationship could be. It's the definition of the 50-50 in a relationship, which is um, a concept that I really don't like. I like the 100-100 concept of a relationship where you're two whole sovereign beings having full agency over your decisions, full ability to make your own minds up about what you're going to do, what you 
give to the relationship and give to each other and give to yourselves and you choose to be there and you show up for each other, you show up for the relationship, you show up in your fullness and you give it all you got, right? You're not dividing chores, you're not dividing finances, you're not dividing or choosing what you're going to give, you give it everything. And if you live your life in this way, you live your your creative life, you live your business life, you live your love life, you live your financial life, and you just put that pedal to the metal and you give it everything you've got, then when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you sleep well, my friend. You sleep with, (laughs) you sleep all out too. I'm telling you, this has been the way that I have lived my life for I don't know how many years. And even when I felt like my previous partners weren't pulling their weight, I was maybe giving more than I should. I was still giving it my realness, my real self and my gifts. As a result of that, my creativity, my joy, that feeling alive feeling that flows through the magic, the gifts, the healing, the abilities have been developing and flowing and coming forth in a way that I I couldn't even imagine in my wildest dreams if you had told me 20 years ago that my life would look this way. Lastly, another byproduct of holding yourself back and and censoring yourself in your work, in your creativity, or even in your relationship is this sense of isolation. And this can happen when you feel like nobody understands what you're going through. Nobody could possibly get you or understand you or know what it's like to be in your shoes. And it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy because you aren't letting anyone see the real you. You aren't letting anyone in past those barriers you put up because you feel like they're going to judge. You feel like they're going to look at the beingness that is you and judge you as that's not good enough or that is bad and wrong and different and I don't like it. So these feelings of isolation can drive you further inward when you don't allow anyone, including your partner or friend or closest family member, to know you. So if you feel like no one understands you, you haven't shared the favorite parts of your work with anyone in the living world because you're not letting it out, you're not letting it be expressed, then you're going to be suffering. And that freaking stinks. Let me tell you, I know because I used to be there. We're talking 15 years ago when I was holding this in and I had my little journal and I would just write really tiny letters in my journal about what I wanted to do and the dreams that I had. And it was just between me and my creator. It wasn't anything more than a dream that I would be able to speak about it, to share it, to gift anyone with the experiences that I knew were possible. 
But allowing yourself to know that you're safe, you're okay, no one's going to take your birthday away, no one's going to harm you, and if they do try to come at you emotionally, mentally, to pick apart your work or do any of that sort of thing, then by golly, they weren't friends in the camp anyways, right? You just sussed out an enemy of the camp and you can give them the boot, right? Even if it is a family member, see ya, see ya, Sally, Susie, whatever you want to like give them a name and you just let it go, right? My business card holder says, let that shit go. And you can totally let it go. It is not for you. It is not for the best good. And they're just feeling whatever they want to feel. You don't have to figure it out. But removing that they're going to judge me feeling releases them from that role of being a judge because you're just offering them something of you that is part of your gift. And it's like a gift, right? They can take it or they can leave it. And it's not you as a person. It's something you created that came from you. It's a gift that you have. And whether, you know, you bought it at Macy's or it came expressed from you, it's not personal if they don't recognize it for what it is. Again, if it's your partner and your partner is supporting you and they love you and everything is wonderful, they're going to appreciate it and love it that much more. But if they don't and they don't see it for what it is, maybe it's just not meant to be at that moment and eventually they'll come around and they're just like, wow, this is super complex, right? This is like, they're just, they just don't understand it. And and that's okay too. I mean, in my own life, I've had times when I talk to my husband and I'm like, well, what do you think of that? And he says, I think it's very complicated. (laughs) You're a very complicated person and this is a very complicated concept. So I ask him, do you want to uncomplicate it and talk about it a little bit more? And sometimes he says yes, and sometimes he says not right now. And I'm like, okay, I can accept that, right? But the fact that he's willing to understand and and try to comprehend it, or even just be brave enough to say, I don't. That's totally fine. It doesn't negate my gift or my ability or what it means to me. It doesn't stop me from expressing myself in whatever manner I feel is necessary. I still have the emotions. I still have the thoughts. I still have the gifts. I still have the things that I want to share. And it's okay. I don't need his validation. I don't need his permission. I I just need his love right? His love doesn't need to be for whatever I'm giving the gift, right? It doesn't give it back. It doesn't negate it. It just means it's complicated and it's totally fine. If you feel like you've gotten small and you've put yourself in some sort of a box that's like, this is permissible for me to do in this area, but it's not permissible in this area. It could be on some layer of self-protection out of fear that's trapped or emotions that are stuck in your body, like a fear of rejection or um, uh, 
hurt or pain that other people have caused you to feel that is there and for some reason you feel like it needs to continue to remain there and the smallest little things can trigger that to come up and it's just repeating itself. It's like a frequency, like your radio is tuned to 108.4 FM and every time it's triggered it like sends a little signal and a little vibration and it, it moves that needle a little bit, pings it going out. And it's not necessarily happening at that high tune in level, like it, but it feels like it is. You know, it could just be a slight little, like you're turning the radio dial and you hear it, but to you, it's feeling like a huge ripple of emotion that's coming up and bubbling up and it causes you chronic pain or migraines or movement and tension somewhere in your body. It could feel like a void somewhere, like, for me, it used to come up as like a big void in my heart and it felt very, very painful when I felt this fear or it could feel like rejection and it could be painful and thick and hard in your muscles somewhere. It literally happens, I'm telling you. And recently I have learned that when we have someone who holds this space. It's almost like theta healing, if you've heard of that, but it's quite different because they're not actually just removing it. It's allowing you to get unstuck from these emotions to where you no longer feel in the moment, but you have compassion for what you used to feel. And it's so liberating. It's so freeing. And you're able to recognize the emotion for what it is and say, that's interesting. I don't feel that as strongly anymore. And the pain is released from your body and you no longer even have that uh, tuning into that frequency of emotion anymore. It's like the radio dial can just hear the static and you can twist it to another feeling. You can twist it to another frequency. You can tune it into understanding FM, right? So the way that we do this is through inner voice and you are able to go deeper than you ever have before. And it's a very powerful, very complex sort of uh, modality, a way of doing things. And it's, it's very rare. I've found uh, maybe 100, 150 people in the world know how to do this in this particular way. And I've recently opened up a sort of container, a sacred space for people to go ahead and tap into this awareness where your consciousness is aware of what is happening, but you're able to release these stuck and trapped emotions of fear, of rejection, of pain, of um, embarrassment, or whatever it is that has got you playing small. So that you can get big, you can get expansive, you can share your work with anyone, not just your partner, not just your family, and not just, you know, presenting it in uh, a bigger gallery. It's, it's the world and it is what is meant to be. And you will have inner strength like you have never known before. It is fantastic. It's, it's a way of, of doing it that I have cultivated and now learned and been able to share for others to experience in a beautiful, powerful way. And I'm so pleased to 
finally, finally be able to open the doors. Now, the doors are going to be open until my birthday, December 1st. So if you're listening to this while it's out during its published time, you can hop on over to quantumhighways.com slash plans, and you'll find that group for you to join. And it's very, very special time for you to join before my birthday because you're going to get in at a super knock-yourself-stupid price. Um, after after my birthday, uh, between December 21 and January 22, the doors will be shut while we go in and we develop um, special, special worksheets as we tap into this beautiful frequency of um, releasing and accepting and knowing and love and everything is truly together. But after January, we'll open again. So hop over there if you haven't already checked out the site and get in while the getting's good. We're going to be there three times a month. Uh, You're going to have an opportunity to release these things for yourself and experience what it's like to live with reckless abandon. And no matter what others may think, you're going to be able to really tap into that deepest part of you that knows all that is and that can express itself in creative joy in the best way for the highest good for the rest of your life. And it's a powerful gift that I am so pleased to be able to give to you. So again, I'll put a link down below and um, I'm just so excited. So Be inspired to let go of the judgment of yourself, the fear of judgment of others. And if you can't do it consciously, then I strongly encourage you to hop over to quantumhighways.com slash plans and get into that group, Strength In. It's not uh, anywhere you would expect it to be. It's in a very private place, um, encrypted and all of the good things. But um, yeah, have an amazing time and until next time, take care.